Vibrations podcast, part four, Café Paradiso. Holy ho, I'm Gary Brightman, and this is my weekly podcast called Vibrations. Vibe is a book and music shop situated on Lantau Island in Hong Kong, established in 2018. In this week's episode, we talk about the logo competition, what's been going on over the last week, music, books, an interview with Tom Midgley of Café Paradiso, and finally, a shout-out to a local Lantau business. But first, since July, Silvermine Bay Beach has sounded less like this. And more like this. May I have your attention, please? In view of the latest situation of COVID-19, the facilities at this beach, including toilets, changing rooms, showering facilities and barbecue area, This is due to Hong Kong's third wave of C19. This is affecting all local Lantau businesses, so we're always grateful for your support, whenever you can. We're now five weeks into the competition to design a logo for Vibrations podcast, based on our existing Vibe logo. Offering a $500 prize, we remain at four contestants, with only two submitting designs so far. Closing date is this Saturday, the 3rd of October. If you wish to enter, simply email me at vibehk at icloud.com and I'll send you the Vibe logo and some basic guidelines. So what's been happening at the shop over the past week? We've received an avalanche of book donations. We are grateful for them. Well, the books which are in good condition with no or low foxing. By the way, the dictionary definition of foxing is disfiguring small yellow-brown spots or blotches on paper. The two main causes are mould and iron containments in the paper. Moulds feed on the paper itself, as well as any dirt or organic material on it. For example, finger marks, food stains and squashed insects. We would like to be involved in the decision-making process of whether we can accept your donations or not. When you leave them outside the shop, or walk into the shop loaded with bags of books, we feel we're not quite involved in this process. I guess that's a very British way of saying, please call email or whatsapp to discuss your potential donations. That said, we are very grateful and have received some excellent books in the past. Music. A reminder that we stock local Hong Kong artists CDs and vinyl, from GDJYB to the Red Stripes and from Celestial to the Sleeves, and not forgetting the highly talented piano playing of Jacqueline Lung. There is nothing we like more than supporting local bands and artists, so if you have CDs or vinyl that are in need of a music shop, we're here on Lantau. Books. So we're currently still in a book concession freeze. Hopefully in the coming weeks we'll have an update on this. We're also happy to order books for you, should you need them for the new school or college terms, or just for pleasure. And now for the interview with Tom Midgley of Café Paradiso in Moi Wo. I'm here today at Café Paradiso with my good friend and Moiwo Café owner, Tom Midgley. We're seated in his café, situated about 50 metres from the South China Sea in Moiwo on Lantau Island in Hong Kong. Basically, come out of the Moiwo Ferry Pier and turn left. Walk past the China Bear and it's along the road on the right-hand side. The cafe has seating for about 12 people on three tables on the inside and a couple of tables outside. To me, it says Seaside Cafe, UK style. Tom, how's it going, mate? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Uh, Welcome to Cafe Paradiso. What made you start Cafe Paradiso? 
from very young then I had this idea that this is what I wanted to do. Yeah. So you came over in 94, very gutsy actually, just to get on that aeroplane yeah. with a one-way ticket. Then it was a question of working very, very hard. So you said four people uh, went into business, you <laughs> being one of them. What happened to the other three? They stayed with me until I moved. I closed that shop, or we, we had to move out, because right. again, because of rents. Okay. So then I decided to do my own thing, which is what I always wanted. Yeah. And yeah. I moved, because I was the one running the shop anyway. Right. So they were just silent partners. And then I moved to uh, Muiro to start up my own shop, just me running it. What sort of things do you sell here? Teas, coffees, drinks, yeah. uh, smoothies, and then also breakfasts, which are British cooked breakfasts, and things like bacon rolls and croissants. People come from Hong Kong Island, people come from the New Territories, from TST, yeah. f- for this experience. And you see it all the time, you see it on social media, and there's a good reason for that. And also the other thing is that all our food is freshly made. So when you, you can order anything from the menu and you can change it around. If you order a cappuccino, you can have any coffee bean. So you can choose a Brazil cappuccino or a Tanzanian cappuccino, an Indian cappuccino. And do you grind your own beans? or Yes, so everything okay. is ground to order so as well. Wow. And, so. and where do you source the coffees? I have a roaster in Hong Kong who makes... Um, our espresso now for since since I began okay so 20 more years and they we worked at the beginning when I opened the coffee shop we worked a lot many months or years really to get the blend exactly as I liked it how would you say your business has changed through the years so you know 20 2006 <laughs> 14 years ago you came to Moi Wo. yes when we first opened course we hardly had any customers I mean scarily (laughs) like you know five customers came in a day or something and you know they're 10 maybe and then you know you grab the first year you lose money and then at the beginning we just had some expats coming in really I think and then um, gradually every year the business has grown like by 20% a year roughly Um, and so in gradually you you get to the break-even point after a couple of years or three years what I love about the coffee shop is I have just as many Chinese customers as I do white customers or or other ethnic group customers you know Mm, because coffee is all about people coming every day or, or some people come just at the weekend but of course, my core business is people come every day. Yeah. And maybe yeah. they get on the ferry and they take a coffee on the ferry. So the shops changed because at the beginning I did it like in Chin Sa Choi, where I was, I was, yes, it was a meeting place, but primarily I was selling coffee, you know, and mm. then more bre- more and more breakfast. But then it became, oh, people started wanting to do art and people painted my walls. So all my coffee shop is, is actually painted by my customers. And yes. so I've got a tree on one wall and birds yeah. on it, which are all painted by different customers and including some children. And then I've got some other art works by a um, tattoo artist has, okay. has painted something on the wall. Yeah. And I got someone painted a dog on the wall and all kinds of things. Yeah. And that, that, and that is a work in progress. Yeah, that's so the beauty of it. So in the future, I mean, yeah. really people can come in and they're welcome to add to my wall. To and that's you. the spirit of the shop because I feel then it's part of the community because they've actually put something 
of themselves into it. It's a place where I'd like people to come and just meet other people. That's what happens actually. Because people don't come to sit here and um, just stare at a computer screen, right? People yeah. come here to talk. Yeah. And that, that is in a way an old fashioned, um, but a much needed thing in the internet age. Yeah. Because I think we're going to be needed more and more because yeah. people are getting more and more lonely and cut off I, in their yeah. general lives. Yes. So I do yeah. think that the, the, this kind of coffee shop will actually become the trendy again. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Because, because at the moment, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it feels like I'm really old-fashioned. But no, I, I have a feeling right. that we're gonna, I'm going to be back in fashion yeah. <laughs> as people start looking beyond WhatsApp, you know, and they want yeah. to actually meet real people again. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> Tom. I, would, I, I think both of us are yeah. kind of proponents on that. We both come <laughs> yeah. from the same sort of... Um, you know, time, don't we? Yeah, books and, 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 I mean, books yeah, and coffee. Books and coffee, analogue, <laughs> yes. world, yeah. Yes. Vinyl, yeah, it's, yes. it's all there, yes. isn't it? Yes. So uh, yeah. we're doing our best to drag everybody back into the 1970s if we can. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, how are you coping with C19? It's been very stressful, yeah. Mm. Stressful six months, really. Um, because dealing with having to change the whole shop, only having people sitting outside for a long time, yeah. when the government made a rule you weren't allowed to sit inside. And then um, just changing the, yeah, just everyone has to wear masks, but then dealing with people coming without a mask was yeah. stressful. Yes. And so it created some tension between people, which I don't like, because the whole point of the coffee shop is to relax, but. So, and people don't like the idea of being told what to do, like you must do this and you must do that. So it was yeah. kind of hard for us. Yes, yes. Yeah. I've been struggling, particularly on weekdays, yeah. when sometimes it's been, people have been just staying at home. So weekends have been okay because I attract people from town. People yeah. are visiting Muiwo at weekends. So, so, you know, I've been surviving okay because of that, but it's been yeah. difficult. Yeah. Stress, stress, it's been stressful Stuff for me and my staff. Yeah. 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 Because we haven't really been enjoying. Because yeah. the whole point is to having a business is to enjoy it. Um, so just finally, um, uh, I know that you run the odd events here. Yeah. Have you got anything coming up? Well, uh, one of the things I've been um, working on a lot is to start an art gallery on my stairs called mm. Ding Ding Art Gallery in memory of my little Pomeranian. Okay. Um, who used to like to sit in my cafe on the steps. So um, in memory of him, I started an art gallery. I mean, it's been going for a couple of years, but I, I feel like it's a part of the business. I, I want to grow, really. I mean, mm. it's, not, it's, it's actually kind of just a community resource because I want people to just feel they can put their art up on the wall. They don't have to be an artist with yes. a big A. They can be anyone. So if you just fancy drawing yeah. something, painting something, adults and children and then there's a space for you to just express yourself in that way and, mm. and put put your stuff on the wall yeah it, it's not going to be a pretentious art gallery it's going to be yeah somewhere where it's art yeah. for everyone art for the people yeah type of thing. so i've got an yeah. exhibition coming next week from peter who lives in Ruo, and he does some digital art and he's going to put it up next week Great. Um, and that's hopefully, because now I'm allowed people inside my cafe again, mm. I can at least allow people yeah. to come in to see the art. Yeah. So that's going to be really nice. And then uh, um, I also have a collection box for Spark Alliance, which is a group that supports prisoners in Hong Kong, political prisoners. And um, I'm going, I do letter writing and postcard writing 
for those prisoners and I arranged for delivery to the prisons. Um, so, and I think that that is also a very important thing because in Muiwo, um, because 10,000 people over the last year have been arrested, in Muiwo, everyone knows someone, nearly everyone knows, every, you know, people yes. know someone who's been arrested. Yep. And um, so I think it's really important we don't forget them. And yep. we have, they're on, they're on Lanto actually in the prison here. Yes. So it is, yeah. they are actually local. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. just can't come to my coffee shop. Yeah. But I, I think that I feel passionately we need to not forget that people have sacrificed their lives, often teenagers have sacrificed their lives for democracy in Hong Kong. And so it's just something I feel strongly about. So that's why I have a collection box here for Spark Alliance, which you're welcome to come and put money in. <laughs> and also um, um, write letters to prisoners and postcards, and you can drop them off at the coffee shop, and I will arrange for delivery. Thank you very much, Tom, for um, the interview. Yeah, no, it's been <laughs> great, yeah. This week's shout-out to a local Lantau business goes to the Deerhorn, this Nepalese restaurant and bar is located three doors up from McDonald's, and yet this is the only thing they have in common. Run by Pushpa and Robinson, they serve authentic traditional Nepalese dishes, from curries with fresh herbs to unique Nepalese barbecue. They even have the familiar Italian choices of savoury pasta and creamy risotto. Not forgetting a classic English cooked breakfast which really hits the spot. They're open from 12 midday until 11pm daily. For more information, you can visit their Facebook page, Deerhorn Restaurant and Bar. Well, that's it for another week. Thanks for listening to the fourth Vibe book and music podcast called Vibrations. I'm Gary Brightman. You get my vibe? Can you imagine what this old island must have looked like to those Dutch sailors when they first saw it. Fresh green. Like a dream of a new world. They must have held their breath. Afraid it would disappear before they could touch it.